Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What if I could put him in front of you? The man that ruined your life. Would you kill him? Welcome. Second Take Podcast review of Predestination. The seven years will have passed. Here you are, at the beginning of your new life. Starring Ethan Hawke, Sarah Snook, and Christopher Kirby. Written by Michael and Peter Spearing, and directed by Michael and Peter Spearing. We prevent crime before it takes place. What is it? It's a time machine. Don't ever exceed the jump limit. It can be problematic. If you ever want to stop the fizzle bomber, you'll never get another chance. Time that catches up with us all. You can do this. What do you say? What's that got to do with me? You're the only one given to the world through a paradox. You must lay the seeds for the future. I know where I come from. Where do all you zombies come from? What if I could put him in front of you? Would you kill him? I'm my own granddad. And funny story, my grandfather's name is actually also Sebastian. Really? For real. Is that line actually spoken in the film? Uh, it was in the quote section of I'm very, so yeah, sure, let's go with oh, that. Interesting. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Very, very thorough research, Seb. Uh, that technically was research. Luck is the residue of design, and I'm Andy Schossler. The one thing that this job never... Oh, <laughs> Nailed it. The, the one thing this. that this job <laughs> has taught me is that... Truth is stranger than fiction. Um, I'm Alex. Yep. Yep. And welcome to, oh, this is going to be fun. I have to say the name of the film and I'm in one of those days where all my words roll into one. Welcome to our review of Predestination. Oh, I did it. You nailed it. I'm retiring from saying the name of this film from here on out. Only one where there seemed to be a little bit of a pause in there. Predestination. Predestination. No, that's the wrong accent. It was, If it it seems a little bit awkward, the way we're talking, we're trying a different- Recording technique Super uh, hate for it. the first time. We can oh. hear ourselves talking, and it's just a, a little bit, a little bit strange yep. to. Uh, oh God, <laughs> no, no, no! Going sound effects. Zing. <laughs> Although it's going to be a new one each week. It's going to be great. Now that I know that's there, I demand that at the end of any punchline that I that I deliver. Nope. Yep. Lovely. Yep. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Oh, the production quality of this just got. Way better. <laughs> we went up a whole drum set. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so you guys have seen this film before or? Yeah. I saw it when it first came out at the cinemas. Yeah? Yes. Same. Do you like it? I loved it. Mm. And I loved it even more seeing it second time uh, for this review. Well. I had forgotten about it until until it was coming up to uh, to do this. Literally, like I, I knew that that we were doing this movie because it had been on the list. Yeah. Had no idea what movie it was until I like started, oh. I pressed play and I was like, oh, that's right. I've seen this. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Uh, I, I, I forgot how good it was. I thought this was a director DVD movie. I didn't actually realize until I'd spoken to both of you before this, that this actually had a cinematic release here. I just remember it being this kooky. Okay. Is it an Australian film or not? Because I thought it was this low-budget Aussie film that had just come out and hit DVDs straight away, and it I was, was shocked to learn film that Australia wasn't. was involved. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Shall we just go straight into trivia? No, gosh, no. Alex it's, has a story to tell about when he first saw this film. Very well. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was telling Seb this on on the way in. It was a um, it was a thrilling story, which is why I'm really so heavily thrilling. pushing it to happen again. And it is going to be so good for radio. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> 
especially all the like the acting that I had to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you great. got this though. You'll be oh, fine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I went and saw it with my at the time new girlfriend, uh, now wife. Um, spoilers. Oh, sorry. We weren't there in the story yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> See, this okay. is the problem with Bird Box. Now Time I know where travel. it's going. <laughs> Time travel. Okay. <laughs> um, and after the movie, uh, if you aren't familiar with this movie, there's time travel involved and it can kind of get confusing if you're me. Um, and so, like, after the movie, we were driving home and I was, like, just, you know, talking about the movie and I was trying to, like, piece together. Okay. And I was... Literally, like I was trying to wrap my head around it, going, "Okay, it, and the, it is very intricately okay. woven, isn't it?" Yeah, like, but like I couldn't actually get any words out to start, like where <laughs> it where it starts, because where the fuck does it start? <laughs> uh, that's actually like, in my 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 tweet nopsis for a little bit later on tonight. I I, I outline yeah. exactly where it starts, so don't oh, worry, okay. I got you covered. All right. Cool. Did you guys? Okay. The reception I got for this film was actually kind of close to the reception I had heard originally from Inception when that came out of people going, oh, yeah, I don't get it. And I didn't think, like, it was that difficult. I mean, to be fair, I also didn't think Inception was a difficult concept to grasp either, but people seem to get very confused when you put one layer on another layer. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's like three layers, man. Did you do that every time you go out into the snow, though? Yeah, so Inception's kind of like rugging up for cold weather, yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, the other thing. Tricky about Inception is the time differences between each between each level. I didn't think it was that complicated. No, that's I, but people were like, oh, I just yeah, Christopher Nolan's on a whole no, a whole nother level. I'm like, hey, he's a good filmmaker, but that movie is exactly what that movie is. Like, I don't think yeah. it was confusing. Like, wait, we, we Am, look at um, am, ambiguous, maybe, but not confusing. I mean, the very end of it. Yeah, yeah, where it turns out he time traveled, right? <laughs> Wrong movie. That's, that's the movie. And the lizard monsters they won came down from Mars. And then they had that fight with Captain Kirk in front yeah. of a yeah, it's pretty and good. Flying spaghetti monster. Celebrated, yeah, yeah. Celebrated with donuts. All right. <sighs> Speaking of donuts, <laughs> babies. No <laughs> trivia. trivia. <laughs> I've got. I definitely have not written trivia down. This is good. We're off to a really good start. New equipment. Same me. It's very same you. Yeah. This is a persistent problem. Yep. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Ah! Okay, hold up. Be honest, Alex. Is that the first time you've heard those interludes? Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't listen to this show. That's what I was like. I know, I know you Gosh. don't listen. They've been going for a couple of months now. I thought yeah. they were pretty horrible. <laughs> Like I love them so much. Well, you're in for a treat today. Uh, yes. Trivia. Trivia. A thing I definitely did. Did yeah. you guys know this film had Ethan Hawke in it? Well done, Seb. Is, done. is that Ethan Hawke? God, I hope it was Ethan Hawke. Oh, I see. I've always pronounced his name Evan. Evan. Evan Hawk. Evan. Most definitely Ethan Hawke. So Evan Hawke. Yeah. This film had a budget of. Six million dollars. Oh, and it- that comes with an asterisk. It's Ooh. as 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 interwoven and complicated as the film is. So is the budgeting deal Ooh. that Screen Australia <laughs> <laughs> had with Universal and their other producers. Screen Australia threw five million bucks at three films: Predestination, Wolf Creek Two, and Charlie's Country, with all of them having a combined budget of seventeen million. Yeah, <laughs> and I think Wolf Creek. Two was cancelled before. No, it definitely came out. Or I think. delayed. I'll, I'm going to do some. I'm going to do some research. You guys can please continue. See, this is the trivia that I prepared: the Wolf Creek one. But I suspect the reason that you uh, didn't know about it coming into the cinemas is that is that uh, it only had a, a gross of five million dollars. I don't think it was advertised that well. That does sound right. Wolf, Wolf Creek did too. Did does it exist by the way? Does exist. Okay, it, so it m- must have just been delayed from the from the initial. Uh, I'm going to assume so. So Wolf Creek one was 2005. Wolf Creek two was 2013. So there's an eight year gap there. Mm. When did Predestination come out though? 2014. 2014. Oh, so they're about the same time though. Yeah. 2014, 2015. Maybe it was on time. Possibly. They're on the same batch. Yeah. I'm, so, yeah. I mean, this deal I think was done in 2011 or 2012. Okay. Uh, Oh, this sort of commitment for films pre-production. It's not crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not crazy. That's exactly right. So it was shot 
entirely in Melbourne in six weeks. Yeah. Uh, mostly mostly in a studio, but on some locations as well. I think there's a uh, a, a convent yeah. that is used for some of the some of the university scenes. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it was filmed in Melbourne. There was a there was one shot where I think they were just outside the bar that the a lot of the conversation yeah. happens in the in the first act. And superimposed in the background of that shot is the Empire State Building. And I was like, <laughs> I specifically was watching it going like, okay, I'm pretty sure this is a local film and I'm pretty sure that's a backdrop. <laughs> so, you know, it's good to know that. But it is yeah. set in the United States. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Crazy world. Mostly in New York. Yeah. Alex, you had a fun bit you were telling me about in the car ride over. I what? <laughs> you were telling me some of your good trivia. <laughs> Way to put him on the spot, Seb. He, he told me, yeah. yeah. No? I don't remember. Um, it's based. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a book. Yeah. Tell um, us about the book. It's about and all those zombies, which was quoted. Yeah. yeah all, all these it's zombies. Robert Heinlein's. Yeah. Uh, all those zombies. Um, it was. All you zombies. All you zombies. Um, based on that book, but there was no fizzle bomber. I do hate that name. No. With, with the exception of the fizzle bomber, it was a pretty faithful adaptation yeah. of uh, all you zombies. Yeah. So. Mm. There you go, based on a book. Look at us, guys. And oh. the bomb that they used would have done, like, would have worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have done the thing. <laughs> bombs aren't that tricky to make. Don't tell the people how to make yeah. bombs. I don't <laughs> tell anybody. I don't know how to make a bomb, but oh, it's neither. You know, if you can make a watch, I've, what, what makes you think I can make a watch? <laughs> You're Italian. This isn't a. You're <laughs> not famously watchmakers. I just the Swiss. Wink. <laughs> isn't it? Aren't they neighbours? <laughs> um, I mean, like, Europe's all kind of one big happy neighbourhood. No. I say happy no neighbourhood. I don't mean happy. <laughs> but it is a neighbourhood. Is it time for babies or do you guys actually have more trivia? More trivia. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got so more trivia. Sarah Snook, um, for her to get into makeup to play John, took four hours, which yeah. seems high, but she did have a lot of I mean, pr- prosthetics on her face. To, to be honest, like, the, the first couple of scenes – I thought it was just a guy. Yeah. 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 So very well done. Very tremendously yeah. well done. Okay. Cease. Cease and desist. <laughs> what? What was, what, was, what was wrong? You know what you just said. I know exactly you what were I said. Away <laughs> for an episode of the Variety Hour, Alex, where I mm-hmm. aired some grievances of people using the word tremendous when they. <laughs> That's not a punchline. <laughs> I think it was on a different podcast. No, I, I think I, it was I, on Glass of Wine. No, but I also did it. I did it on both. I took it from Variety Hour and then aired it on a different podcast because I was furious about it. More importantly, Alex, Seb opened a door to one of his vulnerabilities and now he is bitter that people are jamming it open, driving Whoa, a train through Hold it. the phone. Alex has frosted tips. He just took a beanie a hat off. I know this doesn't play well for Okay, <laughs> I'm not deflecting. Lovely hair. Um, <laughs> Tremendous hair, one way. No, his hair's average size. It kills me. I, I, a lot of people use it to say something's really good or, or, or great. Yeah, and it's it, tremendous. Yeah, I know. I dislike it. I would rather it just oh. stay as meaning big. So it's just it, people say it to me and I want to hear it. Literally, them. people use it as in, like, that is tremendously big. Like, it's a descriptive of big. I think big. that's a bit of tautology. I think they're literally doubling up there. Because it's like saying that's bigly big. Like, all right, bigly is not a word. Bad example, but like they, they're using a word that says big to describe a big thing. But like We're using another word, humongously big, is like the same thing. I think, it's it's putting. I think it's that, that is bad English. <laughs> what you're describing is bad English because you would just use the word humongous and not big in that case if you want to say something is bigger than big. Well, no, there's large and then there's but, really large. But you wouldn't say humongously big. You just use humongous. Well, then there's stupidly large. Then there's unbelievably but you're not using large. A, but if, okay, if I were to say you're idiotically stupid, what's the point of saying? That doesn't make sense to say you're an idiot or you're stupid. Like yeah, you don't- There are varying degrees of stupidity. Oh, then use a different word. Mm. I'm, like I would say- Fundamentally stupid. The great thing revealing about to everybody, Revealing to everybody that you dislike the variant of uses of tremendous was an unbelievably stupid thing to do. People keep screenshotting conversations. I've got a couple of my friends that listen to this show and they keep screenshotting- Little Facebook chats of when they've dropped the word tremendous. I did it just the other yeah. day and I was very proud of I myself. wish you were the only one that did it though. Um, I've, I mean, I'm in a couple of group chats as well and there's one guy that keeps baiting me with it. He's like, oh, tremendous news there, Seb. I'm like, is it? Is it larger than normal news? It felt like regular news to me. Seb, this is the world we live in. Yeah, you're all assholes. 
correct? And just as always, as, as I, I've been my running theory, I'm the protagonist of the world and you guys are just the antagonists. You're what drives my story. What you did is you you put some some you know cabbage and corn and you know meat left over from from your delicious meatloaf and corn and cabbage okay. dinner. Classic set meal. Yep. Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> you left it outside, and a little raccoon has 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 come in, and you're surprised that the raccoon is there. You left the meal outside, where the raccoons are, or whatever animals no, no, there are in Australia. I, I like raccoons because I have a segue coming up. But please continue. Very good. And you're surprised that it's. Going to town on your on your leftover dinner, it's shocking. You 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 left it there as bait for everybody to come in, and you didn't set a trap. You just said, "Here you go. Here's some here's some food, bunny." <laughs> this is just throwing chum into the ocean and not having a hook ready to catch a shark. That's exactly. So right. like, disagree. Talking about raccoons, though, uh, the raccoon that played um, was the model for Rocket Raccoon from Guardians of the Galaxy. Just passed away, like in the last day or two. Bradley Cooper? Uh-huh. No, the raccoon that oh. the model was based off. His name was Oreo because he's black and white. His name wasn't Bradley Cooper? No, well, Bradley Cooper also passed away. Breaking news, second take exclusive. (laughs) I really hope he didn't. (laughs) I I honestly hope that he didn't die. Tremendously bad. There's a button for that now. Oh, we need a wah wah. That that is a tremendous button. (laughs) No, stop. (laughs) It is though. It's funny for us. I'm just like. Is it funny for them? Oh, of course it is. It's tremendously funny. Oh, tremendously funny. Can we talk about babies? <laughs> the silly love of God. Bit, silly bit of trivia. When mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke looks at his watch for the first time, it's his, <laughs> his actual birthday, birthday shown. Yep. 6th of November, 1970. Ugh. Beautiful. Good, I guess. That's young. He's young. I, I, I Wait, thought what, he was, 1970? I thought he was older than that. That's, he's about 35,000 years old. That's pretty old. Or huh. 48, 49. If you use, you know, that's older than I thought he was. Oh, it's younger than I suspected. Well, if we average us out, we're both correct. I thought he was in that camp of actors that are all over 50. George Clooney is also young. He's only just in in, in his 50s. Isn't Clooney 60 ish? No, not yet. Anyway, babies. Is it babies for real this time? Smoothies. Hasta la vista, baby. Nobody puts baby in a corner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, baby. (laughs) You see why it's babies? Because that wouldn't make sense if it was smoothies. (laughs) Yes, smoothie. Yeah. I think I think about three months ago, I said I'd say the word smoothie and just edit it over the top. Yep. To pacify you both, I'm never doing that. (laughs) It was a lie. It's not very tremendous of you, sir. No, you're right. It was very small of you. No. What's the opposite of tremendous, Seb? Small would be a good one. There are probably other words that might be a direct parallel with a bit small to usable. Petty. Petty. No. Mm. Some dinosaurs are tremendous. Some dinosaurs are petty. I would say they're petite, not petty. I think oh. petty has a lot of different connotations we're going with there. I pronounce petite petty, Seb. Well, you're, there's one two of my different petite. words. Mm. So, movie babies. I nailed it. Sure. I nailed it. You, there are a few ways you could have gone with this that would have made a lot of sense. Cher's song, if you could turn back time. <laughs> yep, that was one of them. Um, I went well, I went an episode of a TV show, so a specific episode, and Looper. Now, what's the episode of the TV show? That's probably very important for the segment. It's called Let's Kill Hitler. It was an episode of Doctor Who. Terrible episode. Oh, no. Why would you? Why did that happen then? Don't. Guys, you got to savor it. You can't just play it every 10 seconds. Otherwise, it's not. It's not like, oh, like, like this is Seth, my favorite thing ever. It's gonna get old very quickly, yeah, guys. It will, and like a Seth MacFarlane joke, if we just keep hammering away at it, oh. it'll come back. <laughs> no, it's too much. This isn't just me. It's literally too much. You, you're, you're killing it. If it happened like every couple of episodes, every now and then, it'd be a fun thing, guys. But if you do it fifty times an episode, it's just gonna piss people off. Uh. Are you saying it's not tremendous, Sam? I would never use that word to describe anything that wasn't an elephant or possibly a whale. That's exactly why I used it. Elephant. What? What? Elephants are not. So the episode was called Let's Kill Hitler. Yeah. And it's literally about, in this case, going back in time, which, remember, Doctor Who, shocking, to one of the characters wants to take out Hitler. And through that episode, um, this one of the characters learns that they're actually related to another character that they were traveling with that they didn't realize. Turns out they had ended up being their daughter at the same time. So they were schoolmates in the original timeline and then ends up being the child. Anyway, terrible mm-hmm. episode, terrible season, terrible show, but 
had a couple of matchup points <laughs> with um with this movie, and then Looper for I think a lot more obvious reasons. Actually, Looper is probably more apt than yeah. than the ones I had. Uh, for me, this was a mix of Time Cop and Gattaca. I um, thought Gattaca, but I was thinking Gattaca for another movie next week. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. quite possibly. Also starring Ethan Hawke mm. in some capacity. He's not the no. He's not the star of it. That's the other guy, Jude Law, plays the plays the actual yep. cripple who goes through and takes on the identity, decripalizes. But Time Cop and Gattaca, Time Cop, because they're going back and trying to edit history yep. to make it um, yep. or to fix the mistakes rather that that other people mess with, and Gattaca because it's a, a, a quest of modifying yourself. I know that's it's not strictly voluntary in this film, Predestination, no. but along the same lines. Okay. What about oh, you? Having to change yourself to, to fit in to be part of some program. Okay, yeah. Okay. What do you have? What do you go, yeah. Alex? I am going off script. But Good. This is not an unscripted them. podcast, so I recommend it. One of them. Oh, actually, definite- Alex, sorry, can you check page 17 for me? Um, I just think you've missed a line. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Sorry. Okay, yeah, um, thank you. So Seb does like the big penis. <laughs> sure, it's beautiful. <laughs> you could have actually used the word tremendous in that case, and it would have made sense, but you didn't. <laughs> that not a joke. Um, please, <laughs> you'll know when I make a joke, you'll all be laughing. Uh, That's how it works. Oh dear. Um, so I had Back to the Future for the whole like mother. Falling in love with the ah interesting, yeah, yeah. interesting. Sort of you know that that sort of concept, and also now I can't remember what the name of the TV show is, but they all they, like Gimli was in it. <laughs> Lord um, of the Rings <laughs> sliders is that just space travel or is that time travel? It's no, dimensional travel, travel, actually. In, yeah, in dimensions. different dimensions. Okay, can it, sometimes that, it's time travel mm, because other dimensions haven't. Yeah, caught up okay. necessarily, or they're stuck in the past in some in yeah. some way. Uh, but it is okay. Well, then those specific episodes. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I think we brought it up one of our other films, but there is um, Quantum Leap as well, where they're kind of jumping into completely different situations, but it's back in time. But that's more through the mm. lives of other people. But See, yeah. I had originally put um, the Prisoner of Azkaban for the whole. Um, it was already going to happen, yeah. sort of thing. So, like, they needed to do the thing to do the thing yeah. in the first place. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So let's just go with that. Now, I bury the lead on this because we're reviewing it next week, but I think any of us could have really thrown on 12 Monkeys as well. There's a lot of parallels between these two films. But I was going to hopefully- think so? Yeah. I was going to save it for next week when we talk about 12 Monkeys. That way I'm not pre-reviewing it. But, yeah, I thought there was a lot of story parallels between On them. the spectrum of time travel films, I would put them on opposite ends. Well, like I said, I'll talk about it next week because yeah, right. I don't want to pre-review, but yeah. <laughs> pre-review. You don't is- want a predestined pre-review. Yep. <laughs> I just, I want people to come back next week to see what's happening rather than me just tell them in advance. You know what I mean? Good plan. Yep. It's me. I'm salesman. Uh, are we done? Tweets? I guess. And today I'm going to read it to you. It's got sports in it. Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture. Revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. Tweets, tweets, tweets. Who's got them? You? I didn't go. I went kind of serious on this one. If you gave your younger self great advice, do you think you'd believe it? Hashtag nothing but regrets. Mm. Do you think you could convince yourself to change what you're- your view. I'm very, um, very suggestible. Yeah. Especially from myself. Like if I were to kick down this door, walk into the studio and be like, Seb, you need to literally at this exact moment, never have sushi again. Trust me. I would, I'm done. If somebody came through that door looking like an older version of mm. you and claiming to be you, would you believe that? I'd have to qualify it with some questions, but I'm open to it. Um, if anyone's going to time travel, this table is me. Is lower. <laughs> Both. No, I just imagine. <laughs> is that is that your way of saying neither? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I imagine being skeptical and cynical to the point where I 
couldn't believe anything my future self mm. told me. I would just, just instinctively be be, be skeptical that this is somebody trying to trick me into something or get mm. me to, even if they are genuinely a time traveler, they're trying to stop me from doing something I was going to do. Fun hypothetical. So, are you more likely to believe yourself from the future if they can qualify it with by answering questions that would kind of fulfill that? I don't. Or somebody comes through performs an honest to God miracle in front of you. is like, I'm Jesus. Which one are you more likely to believe is real? An honest to God. What, what would that entail? They, they literally raise a cadaver back to life. I don't know. Something ridiculous. Well, I, again, what are you more I would, likely to believe? No, I would, I would, I would be skeptical that it's real. I would, I would uh. insist that it was set up or that there's something <clears throat> that I'm missing. Because that's not possible. What if you were shot and you're bleeding to death and they're just like, whoa, and now you're fine. So like, you know, like they didn't gimmick the wound in I've you. I've seen Star Trek. I know that, you know, <laughs> the future will have. So that, so it, what it is we, you from the future. What, what if we consider magical things to, to heal people in an instant. What if you came back from the future and we're like, hey, it's me, it's future Jesus, Andrew. I, I, I Double dipping, does that work or not work? I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think that's a strategy that I would employ on myself because I, I know it wouldn't, wouldn't work. It would immediately raise my suspicion more than, more than would be normal. It's like, you must remember this not working very badly. I'm fascinated oh, by quick, time travel. Quick, quick side question. Yeah. If the person claiming to be you came back from the future and the only way to qualify was to like have like a Dutch rudder situation. Okay. Are you running under the theory that because you are the same person giving the same hand job, you will both come at the same time. Is that <laughs> that's, that's not what where I, I was went, going? But you're but you're running on the theory that <laughs> the only way to find out if we're the same is to see if we're the same. No, no, no. I I wanted to know is that masturbation or is that performing? I you know what I want to know out of all the possible parts in this whole review where a snare drum could have gone off, why didn't they now? Not the joke. That wasn't the joke. The joke was the was the the coming at the same time. I don't know, Alex. I don't know. See, that's where my mind goes. I don't know. Well, I don't know either. I can't believe I'll, I'll be let us know in the re- comments. Oh, no, I'm going to read those. Um, my tweet. This is to to help Alex. Sure. Step one: draw a circle. Ooh, can do. Okay. Do you, want to do, do you want to do go along with this while I'm, while I'm reading it out? Look, I don't have pen or paper. You've got an imagination though, so. Yep. yep, okay. Step two, pick a spot on the circle. Just any spot. Let me know when you've done it. Done it. Cool. Step three, continue to go around the circle until it ends. And what happens? You just keep going around in a circle, right? Cool. That's this movie. Also, hashtag dude looks like a lady, which I just wanted to- that was- <laughs> that was that was a joke, was, but the, but the snare drum happened time. before the laugh could, which was terrible. <laughs> Don't look yeah, at me. It, like it is it is. I need, I need a better comically timed snare drum. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, this film this film uh, depicts Ouroboros, the, yep. the the forever the snake eating its it eating its tail for eternity. Yeah. So and, Alex, to answer your question, it starts any random spot on that circle and ends any sp- <laughs> never. I would suggest that a good place to start this movie is where it starts, and that's genuinely where um, he meets himself for the first time, because it's the it's the it's it's the writer character who is male meeting the older male with a, with a different face. That's the first time they have any kind of an interaction. Yep. Because oh. even though even though earlier in time. He does meet uh, himself as a as a young woman. He's the guy who meets uh, the young woman has already met Ethan Hawke. Yeah, right. That's that's a part of his timeline. So where they where they first meet is 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 the Ethan Hawke and Sarah Snook as a man uh, in the bar meeting in the bar. Yep. 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 Okay. I think that's a great place to start. <clears throat> great place to start the story. That's where it starts to unravel. Alex. Do you have a tweet? You could argue that the first time they meet is when he's, he's a baby and Ethan Hawke. Yeah, but the baby doesn't really interact with him. It's just there, like luggage. Babies are like luggage. That's true. Yeah. Do you have a tweet? Do I do. Do you have a tweet? Sure. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Oh, uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless. Mm. Okay. This is, this is so punchy, this show. This is professional. Here we go. Right on, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't do the 
one of seven things, but maybe this time, I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Alex, page 25. So this lady who doesn't know who her parents <laughs> are gets almost recruited, recruited for a space program, which turns out to be a time traveling assassin program. Then it turns out after she gave birth to her baby that she had, uh, so it turns out she had man organs too. And after the baby had become a man who then goes on to discover that he goes back in time to meet himself as a lady to then fall in love. And that's when they have sex. And then this is where it gets interesting. <laughs> the, the person only exists because of time travel, but where did the first one come from? Alex, draw a circle. Then just put your finger down on it and just keep going. But then there is some other bomb uh, subplot thing, which turns out to be them as well, but from the further future. Correct. That, that's basically the movie. Now we can talk about this in the next segment or just, just hit the nail on the head now while it's come up a couple of times. In theory, this film during this loop, I guess would never have been the first loop, right? Because at one point there would have had to have been an entry to get into this. Not necessarily. Otherwise they never would have existed to begin with. No, not necessarily. Right? The whole, the whole idea of a, a first loop may not necessarily make sense. Because if if all time is predetermined, then you can pick any spot, and history makes sense from that spot onwards. No no point in time is particularly special. Yep. So a loop just existing can be perfectly fine. I was just curious if there was because a- there's there's no linear progression. It just all happens at the same time. Okay. Because I was just curious if there would ever been an Ethan Hawke character prior to this that then got stuck in a loop that he obviously would have no memory of because that would have been, that could have been 10,000 loops ago for him to exist in the first place to then get caught in a loop that's now perpetual. Possibly. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But, I'm just, I'm just as a thought experiment of where did it, where but, could it have started? But, but if, he, if the, if Jane was born because future Jane mm. and other future Jane had sex to create <laughs> past Jane, it literally can't exist in our time structure as we know it. Yeah. Yeah. Every time every time the characters have a crossover, right, for each of them it's the present, yep. even though they're at different points in this linear line of, of their life, as, as you can imagine it. So if each of them is, is present for them, you could argue that all instances along that line are the present for every single yep. for, for for every single moment, and then none of them are particularly special. You can have that in a loop, and it never starts. Okay, yeah, it just yeah. all happens. All of history unfolds at the same time, just in a circle. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Do you guys want to move on to the good then? Please. Sure. Go ahead. Make my day. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy. Uh, do you like that one, Alex? Do you like that little transition? Sure. Name one of the movies, please, please, just one. There's a good one at the end. Sean the Dead. You just, ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this film is as interwoven as it is. Mm. It's a complicated story to- It's like an onion. Yeah. No, no, no. It's Elaborate, like it- please. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you leave them out in the sun, they- It'll mm-hmm. and spell. Yep. It's, it's, it's. I mean, <laughs> possibly true about Ethan Hawke. <laughs> He'd at least tan first, then le- leather up. Yeah. First, yeah, it's more like a packet of onion rings where you pick out one, and there are two or three attached to it as well because they all fried together. Um, not to not to beat my own drum. It's like a packet of onion rings in that you pick one out and it's a circle, and that's the movie. Guys, I've nailed this review. You've done it, Seb. I've done. Well, we thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. You can catch <laughs> when you hit perfection, you stop. We learned that with um, FAQs about time travel because otherwise people will come and murder you. So, yeah. So, FAQ about time travel, um, Future Echoes, uh, episode two of, of Red Red Dwarf. I love those because they, they play out the story from different perspectives. Mm. You, get, um, you get a view from each side uh, as it happens with the right – Shadows with the right people facing the right way, um, you know, the footsteps and other sounds and things going on. They all happen, and you get to see it happen from from each time, from each from each perspective. And I love when people go to the effort to make sure that it works. Yeah, 
Did you find that in this though? I yeah. felt like, unless I'm remembering wrong, I don't really think that we relived the same scenes back yes. to front. No, you've got um, you've got Jane meeting John. You see her dialogue from the start when because it's in a flashback for for her. It's John recalling being Jane and meeting. But we John. didn't really see much of that. We only really saw that scene when we, we had James meeting. We saw it from John. her. We saw it from her perspective. Jane, sorry. and then later, you see you see him realizing that he's the guy. In that, and then you see, and you hear his dialogue. Why did he fuck himself? Well, because it's he, integral to the plot. But I surely, I don't think he had the intention of doing it. But he such a leap. Well, no, okay, okay. So in his mind, he <clears throat> he knows he knows that this has happened, right? He is remembering being <sighs> hurt and falling in love with with this guy. So you could you could argue that his inhibitions were dropped a little bit. He knew that this was going to happen, and he kind of went with it. He didn't go there with that intention, but he went with it. Can, and and she had never had love. She was desperate to find love I and know. never had. I understand why Jane slept with Mysterious Man. Yep, No problem there. She doesn't know what's going on in that regard. My question is, why did James sleep with himself? But he didn't. He slept with Jane. Yes. That isn't himself, not in that sense. But it also is. But it also is. Yeah. But for Jane to sleep with Mysterio, he has to sleep yeah. with himself. I should cover I don't mind that this happened. My <clears throat> my issue is that it just happened and that, that I never saw a struggle. So that's why I'm confused. It just seemed like it was, oops, I accidentally slept with myself. Crazy day. So, like, no, I thought, would I, it be like super masturbation then? <laughs> like, it's like, it's next. Two it's, bodies, not masturbation. Are Two different sure? bodies doing things to each other. That's not masturbation. I think in this case it's just called sex. Yeah, of course. It's, right? They're the same person. But there's At more than one of them. At in time, they're not the same instance. It's not like a clone of yourself, which also would be masturbation. Are you sure? Yeah, of course. It's two bodies. It's two, it wouldn't be masturbation. That's right. Oh, just I thought you said you wouldn't no. be masturbation. No. Guys, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just- <laughs> It's Do you want me to stop talking about masturbation? Is that <laughs> no, that's going? not the issue. It's just it was just such a leap, and I didn't see enough struggle from. It was James when they were a boy. Or was that John? Right? John, sorry, John. When I thought it was perfectly explained when Jane was saying that. Uh, sorry, when when John was when they had their first date, and he was telling her that he's psychic, mm. right? To kind of sell her on on this idea that he knows things about her that. She can't possibly know. And he reveals then to the audience that she's been desperate for love this whole time, even though she she hides it yeah. rather well. I think that's enough explanation. This is the first person who has shown any kind of interest in her romantically, and she's going for it. She's and not the issue in this no, case, no, no, though. No, no, no. And that's also the same case for for him. Mm. Because the only the only relationship that he had in his past was this this one that he's remembering and taking part in from the other side right now. Okay. Super masturbation. No, I'm actually, I was with you, Andrew, and now I'm with Alex because this really feels like a big self-serving thing. I'm going to say this is yeah. definitely some sort of super <laughs> level of masturbation. You know who can only fulfill my sexual desire? Me. Just with the Possibly. parts of- Okay, so what other good things about this film that aren't Alex describing the process of <laughs> masturbation? <laughs> Anything if, else? If literally have, anything else you like. If you could film. have an exact clone of you, like same DNA, but it was the opposite sex. I would want to know who would win a battle. That's what I. That's my first thought. <laughs> I'm just curious. Doesn't mean to the death. I want to know who's the best physical specimen. Wigs. Twins. Don't no. talk to him. He's off mic. <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> talk to the microphone guy. Why would you want it to Not, be the opposite sex? Could be much more fun if it's the same sex. Guys, you're thinking about this the wrong way. Well, it could, but you should be seeing who's the superior fighter. Well, yeah, whoever it- wins gets to be on top. <laughs> I mean, you could have your own trophies. I don't mind. But like, wouldn't you want to be like, I mean, guys, that's a sparring buddy. You train with them. Or they could be a tremendous power bottom. Oh, now we're talking. I was also just thinking like- like you work two of my shifts this week. I'll work the other two later on. 
it, you know, it, we, it, we, it, we it get a third clone and they do it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just do all the work and then we sit back oh, and have cocktails. I should clarify. I do liquidate them on a weekly basis so I don't have to feed them. So like the money's are you, fine. Are you Craig now? <laughs> Craig. Wheezy waiter with all his clones. Oh God, it's been so long. Um, no, I was- no, that's kind of what he does. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? That's, oh, that's a yeah. good idea. I didn't even think mm. about that. Sorry, this I'll, is definitely going into cloning and not predestination time travel. Yeah, but have we considered the ideas of sending clones back in time? Why, why would you send clones back I'm busy. Back time? I don't want to personally ruin history. What if my clones do it? Eh. That's you re- ruining history, though. How yeah, but I'm, I was playing Kingdom Hearts, so I didn't do it. <laughs> I was busy. This film, I, I mean, you can't get into specifics without spoiling it. And Spoil away. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's as in you have to watch this film to enjoy it. I think just, just hearing about it, it sounds a lot more confusing than it actually is on screen. I well, think it's very well explained as you're, as you're watching it. And I will say, if you haven't seen the movie and you're listening to us explain the plot, the film is presented in a much more exciting way yeah, than the plot actually is. If you just read this, if you read like a you know, two paragraph breakdown of this movie, it would sound kind of dull. Maybe a little bit interesting in parts because of the whole time travel element, but all in all, it's a very simple drama in that sense. It's very intricate. It's very elaborate. Mm. And I think it does it a disservice to try and uh, highlight particular scenes that are good. You have to take it in its entirety to enjoy yeah. it. I, I, I certainly do, and I, and I appreciate it. It's a very well-constructed film. I love its cyclic, uh, cyclical manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non linear, and it has a great story. How, what's another way of describing a, a non linear story? Cyclical. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean, Alex? Like cycles. Yeah. Mm. We'll, we'll elaborate further, please. You're making fun no. of Alex, and I don't appreciate. I'm making it, fun so. of him. I just want someone else to say it. It's very unmagnanimous of you. Untremendous. Why would it petite? None of those words make sense. <laughs> what you're trying to say. The word you're after is circle. Um. <laughs> Bad, Bad stuff? Tell me about Yeah. Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. I've fallen, and I can't get up. I can't believe you've done this. Screen Australia. Screen Australia. Oh, no. <laughs> what's, what's wrong? <laughs> Whenever you see Screen Australia come up in, in, in the opening logos, I get a little bit cringy because I suspect it's going to be a film either about people's lives, uh, you know, the, the dramas and emotions of, you know, being in modern Australia or some other rubbish, you know, that has some cultural tie to, to some obscure thing that, you know, three people uh, are, are exposed to or know about and that's, and that's it. Screen Australia because of the way films are funded through Screen Australia, it comes with a lot of handcuffs and conditions from the government. It's a lot of free money, but it comes with a lot of, a lot of weight. It's selling your soul, what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, usually, usually it, it comes in the form of having to have some local content, um, whether you have a significant portion of, of a, a crude and, and, and cast with Australian actors or the, the topics have to be you know, addressing some part of contemporary life. This is literally the reason I avoid a lot of Australian films because I don't like being preached to. Yeah, they're not. A lot of them are not great. They're okay, but not great. Yeah, no, I'm going to go on a a whim here and say all Australian film is terrible because I know a couple of Australian (laughs) filmmakers listen to this show and fight me. (laughs) (laughs) They're not all terrible. No, they're not. They're not. Kenny. I Kenny's, Kenny's, Kenny is I'm terrible. Kenny. No, it's great. Oh, I'll fight you both. Crackerjack's yeah. amazing. Crackerjack is fine. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's amazing. <laughs> it is tremendous. <laughs> oh, I wish we could review Crackerjack, but it literally didn't get a release outside of Australia, and it's even here very difficult to get a hold of. So we'd be reviewing it for like an audience of three. I uh, well six because there's us and maybe three others. That's fine. That's Possibly. why the internet exists. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you all know this, but there are legal ways to download things. But then you're suggesting someone has also uploaded Cracker Jack. <laughs> Cracker Jack. This guy. I'm pointing at me with my thumbs. Out of reference mm. for those people, which is the majority of our audience has no idea what the hell that is. It's it was a, a film about an Australian lawn balls tournament. Yeah. And that's as far as we'll go. Maybe we'll do it as like a bonus one day. It was a funny or, film. It was, yeah. it was an extended sketch. 
definitely. Yes. About a guy who gets a job because he has inherited a parking spot across the road. He gets the job because he has the parking mm, spot, yeah. not, not, not the other way around. And he has and to fill his membership obligations to keep the spot. That's exactly right. And he ends up being the champion in some tournament because of his unique way of- He rolls the flipper. The yep. Whether the ball curves in two directions. That's exactly it's right. It's pretty exciting stuff. Oh. Uh, and if and you've ever awesome seen Priscilla, CGI. Queen of the Desert- <laughs> We've reviewed that. Um, for, for the audience, yeah. if you've ever seen it, the mechanic is in it as one of the older- Team members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's great. Watch. What's his name? Uh, it's going to bother me. Anyway, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Nope. Incorrect. <laughs> this one's also him, yeah. still alive, I'll say. I think he didn't. I don't think he's passed away, actually. So Screen Australia didn't didn't really play a, a huge part in this film as far as watching it is concerned. Mm. I think Universal uh, took over the, the production for the Thank most part because it doesn't, it doesn't feel like an Australian film at in all. any way. No. All the accents are American. The setting is American. The story- even the backdrop was American. Yeah. And the story isn't isn't particularly Australian either. Typically Australian mm. stories Ooh. are about No, no, they're very condensed around he a select away. few people. Yeah, he has passed away, sorry. Whereas whereas uh, American films tend to be about things happening, events mm. rather than people. You know? That's fair. The character is important, but it's more about the 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 thing outside of the characters driving them. Yeah. What's that musical um Movie where they go from broom to, or somewhere to broom, and it's got the. Is this brand new day? A movie I've not seen. <gasps> yes, it is. Oh, I just literally named an Australian musical, so you're welcome. <laughs> I'm a musical. I'm kind of like the musical guy on this podcast, Defin- right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's me. How is that movie? It's got Jeffrey Rush in it. It does. Are we? Is he good or not at the moment? I can't remember if he got. He's a, he's a bad boy. He's naughty and he's in trouble, and we don't like him anymore. Wait, why? I think he fondled people. I can't remember. There's so many people that are doing naughty things. Yeah, all those priests. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Okay, off topic. No, but did you hear about the Pope? The Pope. Yeah, that's saying, what I. That's what I meant. All the, the all the all the priests fondling the nuns. There was a couple of churches they shut down because they were keeping nuns captive for sex. Yeah, captive was the word they used. Wow, isn't the world mm. crazy? Ah, Catholics. <laughs> you never hear about scientists keeping other scientists captive for sex. I'm just saying. I mean, actually, oh, Nazis and eugenics. I don't know. <laughs> you never hear about it today specifically. Um, Bill Hunter was the actor from Crackerjack and Priscilla Queen of the Desert, but he did pass away <laughs> just eight years ago. It's fine. I'm not slow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Predestination. Almost, <laughs> <laughs> Predestination. Predestination has an ambiguous ending. It I ends- would say androgynous ending. It. <laughs> It Both ends, are correct. <laughs> Sorry. It ends with Ethan Hawke uh, as John at, at that point, or whatever name he's adopted Late um, after his uh, after his face change, finds the fizzle bomber and notices that it's himself. The time travel having you know made him go a bit schizophrenic and and paranoid and such, and he's and he's convinced that he's helping the world because in in creating all these all these bombing events. Yeah, civilians have been have been killed, but he's prevented bigger disasters by taking out people who would have done greater harm. Yeah, point of order of here. No, no, that's that that that's how he rationalizes Winter it. Winter Soldier, no Ethan glass. Haw- he's glass from Unbreakable. Yeah, yeah. Ethan Hawke anyway yeah. um, shoots yeah. him just after he says, "If you shoot me, you'll continue this loop. The only way to to break the loop is to is is to love me and and embrace me." Now it's not clear that he's just trying to say that to to preserve his own life and it doesn't have any relevance, but he does shoot him and that's where it ends. You don't know what happens to Ethan Hawke at, from that, whether he's broken the loop or whether he just does end up in you know, as the fizzle bomber. I assumed he didn't break the loop, but I actually, first time I saw this film, I thought he was going to shoot himself, like as in himself. himself. Like in Looper, yes, yeah. that, that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. And I was anticipating it this time too. But yeah. Uh, my my reading is that it is just a circle. Yeah, I know I keep saying that, but seriously, yeah. I, I do believe like it's just going to go exactly back to where they started. But it is ambiguous by not being explicit, by not telling us exactly what happens. Yep. Um, it just recaps all all of his life, and yeah, okay, so it is a so it is a loop after all. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Anything else on the good on the also bad? I apologize. Anything else? I only put that in the bad because I don't like ambiguous endings. I. I don't, there's a place for them. You have me. to, yeah. I mean, horror stories, you have to finish ambiguously. It always has to end with 
you know, yeah. the guy who, the, the big villain who died, you know, getting up and giving a smile or a cackle or something like that, right? So yeah. you know that it's not all over and all the tension gets gets built up again. And that's and that's where you end it. You have to do it that way. Time travel, you also can't really wrap it up neatly. There has to be some sort of open-ended uh, uh, point to it because that leaves it open, not just for sequels, but, I mean, literally the story then remains open. It's been a while since I've seen the Terminator films, but specifically the first one. They all wrap up very conclusively. They do? Okay, yeah. yeah. And it's only in subsequent films that, oh, no, you know, Skynet sent another sent another thing back. Yep. Uh, so now we've got to address that. Because even in T2, I think they jump into the whole idea of destiny's destiny. It's regardless of what we do today, it's still going to happen, right? Or was that, no, that was number three that was like- That, that was number three argue, that yeah. says everything is inevitable. Judgment yep. Day was inevitable. All you could ever do was delay it. Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, in saying that, do you guys want to jump into verdicts? I think so. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Slap it on with the might of Zeus. <laughs> Sorry, just laughing at a personal joke that you guys would never understand. <sighs> I hate that. That's funny. That's not funny. <laughs> it was funny uh, an hour ago. <laughs> I love this film. I loved it when it first came out. I loved it even more seeing it the second time. I love how intricate it is, how how deep it goes into in into the story, how woven one life can can be tracing back on itself like a like a um like a tapestry or or mm. a quilt or something. You've got loops going everywhere and yet it's the same thread all the way through that makes this beautiful beautiful image. Except I love this film. With a tapestry there's a definitive beginning and end. Is there? Unless you make a tapestry circle. Yeah, you could. You could weld the, the two ends together and then it's an infinite tapestry. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Do yours, Alex, because I have to look okay. up a movie to make a reference to it and I've forgotten its name. I'm only going to recommend this film because of the ideas that it brings to me about time travel and such. Isn't, like a, isn't that one of the good things that it sort of forces you to well, – it, it doesn't force you but – Let's let, let let you have these discussions. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like that. This is that's why I'm recommending. That's the it. only good thing about this film. You have to say. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, the acting was like nothing special. Oh no, I thought I thought I, it was fine. That ex- it's what I mean. Like Sarah the, Snook certainly played John very well. Yeah, played a man very well, and yeah. and, and did a, did a remar- remarkable job with Jane as well, going through. Uh, True. Yeah. You know, her aging from from a young adult into a woman. I've seen other actors and actresses play men and women as well. So, like, nothing outstanding is what I'm saying. Like, they were, yeah, I mean, they're good actors. They got paid for it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which is more than what I can say about my acting career thus far. Um, But yeah, I like what. Thanks, Seb. You're welcome. Uh, I like the ideas that it enables you to readily think of. I'm going to leave it at that. I Actually, like, oh, for no. God's sake. No, please. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, no, because the second I start, you're going to do this again. Um, kind of on the same note as Alex, I like that this film actually tackled an interesting time travel concept but worked it so well into the plot that it was interesting. And the movie that I was looking up just to get the name of to remind me of it was Primer where that yes. film went, I, I don't mind Primer, but they went a very dry and undramatic route of telling, and once again, a different like time travel paradoxal story. So for me, this is the much better of the two because while it still tackles a, a quite a dense subject, it does so in such an entertaining way. But yeah, no, and all the actors were pretty good and I can't think of any other movie I've seen where it turns out then two out of three principal cast members played the same person. <laughs> so yeah, just from a technical standpoint as well, um, with going from Jane to John, like that transition for the actress yeah. as well to actually do everything that she did. It was nice. I had a good time. And I've seen it once before. So I will say, I forgot to mention, when you guys first saw this film, when did you catch on to the fact that they were the same person? Because I 
went in this time knowing they were because I'd seen it previously. Yeah. But I, I was telling some of this, Alex, before. I thought that I had missed the part of the film where they told you they were the same person and then at the very end of the film that's when they actually have a proper reveal. Do you guys think we we're meant to realise earlier than the full-blown montage or not? I knew I knew when you first see uh, John, young John, who was doing his first mission, when his face is on fire. Because you very early on mm. see um, Ethan Hawke's face as a reconstruction. Then when you see the John character with his face on fire, okay, that's, that's, that's what's yeah. going on there. Very interesting. Well, I was saying to Alex as well, like I was – kind of sus for the fact that you never see his face at the very beginning of the film and then it's burnt to a crisp before you can see it. And it's like, okay, they're, ob- they're obviously you know, hiding something there. Yeah. So I'm immediately, you know, conspiracy theory mode, time travel movie, <laughs> oh my God. But I just wasn't sure when this movie, if they wanted you to work it out halfway through or they were counting on you to work it out at the very end of the film and have a shock factor thing there. I think both work. Yeah. So th- this is what I was saying to you, Seb. This was the first movie and I think the last movie that I went in with the, like, I'm going to watch this like Seb would and I'm going to figure this out. And I did. I refuse to be tricked by a movie. (laughs) I'm a human being. I'm smarter than this damn film. It was, it was sparked with um, the conversation in the bar where young John says something like, how, how could you possibly know what Mm -hmm. this feels like? And he's got a pretty good idea or something. Yeah. Something, whatever that conversation was, I was like, there's, there are a lot of nice little quips like this when, when yeah. uh, young John calls Ethan Hawke a son of a bitch. He yeah. goes, yeah, that's, fair. that's actually quite funny. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Right. Maybe. What are we up to with our battle to the death thing? Is that still a thing? Can't yeah. we have like a dance-off for glory? <laughs> no, who's our competitor? <laughs> who's the better dancer here? Who survived glass and came through about uh-huh. time? I'm so confused. FAQ about time travel? Did someone win through there? I don't think so. Soft we, reboot. Pretty, <laughs> this is the second time we've done this because we've just forgotten. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we said at the end of the last recording session two weeks ago that we would forget yeah, this week. We were right. Coming into it. I have to admit, I've never paid attention to the, the this fight. Is, this is the, the whole the whole show was built around this fight. Shit, who won? If we you did say a, so. We did a reboot when we got screwed up with Glass. And I thought we had a carryover from either. It wasn't from About Time, but I think it was from FAQs. It was the bad chick from FAQs, the one that was um, the, the brunette, the one that was blowing people up with a mind. Yeah. Was she up against Beast No, or I think she was just the winner. Very well. So I think it's her. Okay. Versus, I guess, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> he's, he's a bit of a badass in this one. I mean- Or young Ethan Hawke. He can't even kill himself when he has the advantage. What do you mean? Well, okay, when he goes to disarm the bomb, he knows- Oh no, all the way around. I was going to say, did he get sprung by himself who didn't know that he was there? No, it was all the way around. Ignore me. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought the, I thought the wrong hawk <laughs> lost the battle, the one, that didn't, the one that did know. And I was like, well, how did he lose? He knew it was coming. No. Okay, so Ethan Hawke versus Lady with Zappy Powers. This is, a really, this is a really good fight. Zappy Powers are great, but she doesn't really do much soldiering, much ninjuring. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ethan Hawke does a lot of ninjuring. He could sneak up on her yeah. and snap her neck or whatever the case may be. They both Ethan have access Hawk to time wins. travel. Yeah. Why do you think? Because of ninja. I agree with Andrew. Okay. I was going to say they both have time travel, different kinds of time travel too. Hers is built How in. How do you sneak up on someone with time travel? Yep. Well, no, other than other than you know arriving a few seconds before to catch them off guard. Yeah, well, that's the thing. But if they survive that, that then all they do so, is go back. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's like the uh, comic relief episode of Doctor Who where Rowan Atkinson plays Doctor Who, and it's just <sighs> yep. him and the Master out outdoing each other and going back further in time to set trap. Doors I also and, bribed and, the yeah. architect, <laughs> but paid him more than you. <laughs> uh, listen, nobody wins this fight. I don't feel like I'm a winner here. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke wins. You reckon? Yeah, nice he human. He has like built-in lasers. No, a nice human character to get things I bet back to basics. With soft yeah. rebooting with Ethan Hawke. Done. And next week he can fight someone from 12 Monkeys. Perfect. Another human. All right. This fun. is a good direction for this. All right. Socials. Stop. Uh, Stop at once, Alex. You're not taking my things. Website, secondtakepodcast.com and reach us on email at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. If you're in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC or you can look us up on Instagram at Second Take Podcast. The trouble is you're never in the future. This is yeah. true. 
What's left? Facebook, the one <laughs> Facebook. that you, the only one that you do. Okay. <laughs> Go to Facebook, search for us. Yep. That's how you do it. Yep. Second Take Podcast or Second Take I'm, Media Review or I'm, Second Take Media Review Podcast. I'm almost like 10% sure that these are also in the show notes. Like 10%. Yeah. Um, other thing is we're things. on the way to getting our Austin Powers patron series done. So do check out our Patreon. I think the link is in the show notes for that one. Um, and it's for a little a dollar a month. Um, you'll get a bunch of bonus reviews this year from Austin Powers, Jurassic Park, I think the Terminator franchise. And I think we're still kind of playing around with the fourth one for this year. So yeah, it'll be by the time it's done well over a review a month, um, just as bonus content for all of our patrons. So get on it. Or else. Now, how do we end a podcast? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 